Welcome, Rebel Scum, to another episode of Surviving Empathy Podcast. Today, without further ado, we are going to talk about the TV show on Disney Plus and Hulu called Andor. We're going to get into the, the ins and outs of Andor, and we're going to try to piece together what the show is all about. What is the Empire versus the Rebels all about, and how does that relate to the injustice in the world today in the real world? So we'll talk all about the TV show, and we'll gush about the parts we liked, and we will uh, try to uh, talk about Star Wars in such a way where we understand uh, that it's a lot more renegade than we realize. When you see all the little furry critters, it's easy to think, oh, this is cute, it's for children. But, you know, Andor really opened up my eyes to the reality that this is some serious business. If you want to help us out, come on over to our link tree. We have uh, links to our Cash App and Venmo there, as well as PayPal. And you can also go over to Patreon and become a patron for as little as $3. And that helps us out so much, you guys. Uh, I cannot tell you how much it helps. So thank you for joining us today. It's going to be a wonderful, fun-filled show. And let's begin. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Surviving Empathy Podcast. I am your host, Brian Russell of Chef Bright Comedy, and today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk all about Star Wars and the new show Andor. Not Andor. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Welcome back, and uh, I'd like to introduce my co-host with the most, Rebecca Russell. Please say hello to the folks. Hi. So, today, we are uh, calling this a migraine edition, because I woke up with a really bad one, and uh, I'm kind of uh, feeling a little ugh today, but uh, I, I thought this show might uh, cheer us up, and uh, uh, you went to the doctor this morning, and what did they do to your vagina today? <laughs> so, this is a little TMI, but um, I just, I had an IUD placed today, and... Mm -hmm. Zero out of ten stars would not recommend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what was the reason for that? Tell the folks why you did oh, that. Well, after 30 years of being on the pill. birth control pill, yeah. my doctor two weeks ago, she's like, oh, wait, you get migraines with auras, correct? And I said, yeah, a couple times a year. And she's mm -hmm. like, well, there's new studies out that if you get auras and you're on the pill, you have an increased risk of stroke. Yeah, and you so, want to avoid that because yeah. you're already taking uh, NSAIDs and things. So whatever you can do to yeah. lower that risk is probably beneficial, especially after yeah. uh, 45. You know, as as you get older, we have an increased uh, chance of that. So, yeah. um, you know, I wanted to talk today about the show Andor. And then more specifically, I wanted to get into the politics of Star Wars the rebellion versus the empire and what does that mean to us today in in the freedom loving world you know i want to talk about what all that means because it's so easy to think oh star wars oh them wookies oh you know those little cute fuzzy critters they're so cute but then when you go to watch andor you are reminded of of the tyranny of the injustice and the inequality and, and frankly, the, the brutality of uh, and the arrogance, frankly, of the yeah. uh, empire. And, and, and I want to kind of talk about at the end of all this, uh, how that relates to the world today and, and, and what is it trying to signal to us 
as a species, as a society, in society, what is it trying to tell us and why? You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So, how are you doing, babe? I know you're, you got the heating pad there and uh, you're kind of, we were going to set her up in the bed, but it just, I don't have wires long <laughs> enough to fit. So, uh, thank you for uh, uh, being upright for me today. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little crampy, but it's actually subsiding. So is I'm, it? I'm feeling yeah. better. Yeah. yeah, my head is feeling a little ugh, uh, but you know, not terrible, but uh, enough where I can definitely feel the enthusiasm draining a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stay uh, up and positive and excited. The headaches back there eating away at yeah, it. Mine's ex- trying to exactly, but. but no, it's all good. It's it's good to be back, and we love putting on this show for you guys because um, I, I do it from a place of uh, absolute pure joy and kindness, and 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 a place of wanting to make the world feel like a better place. Now, with all that being said. Uh, when you live amongst the corporate world, uh, like today, I woke up and I got an email from YouTube telling me, hey, guess what? You have a copyright strike or you have a strike against you. I was like, what? And and, and as I read on further, it said I, I put out uh, uh, Don't say the word. information contrary to experts on uh, the, the big s- thing that happened in 2020. Yeah, the, the the C word, right? We're not even. I'm I'm afraid to say the word because I, I did my research and found out that just saying the word can trigger um, an automated uh, yeah, strike, and then you fight it. And then when they see that you didn't say anything wrong, I I have no no worries about it. I'm going to fight it. A, a human yeah. being will probably listen to that episode and realize that we said nothing. Yeah, against it's just that going forward experts. we will. We have to be Try more careful. Yeah. Word. Well, yeah. yeah, because when you're used to podcasting, you're used to saying everything and anything you want, even if it's not a popular opinion. Um, uh, that That's the beauty of freedom. But when you have to go to a certain platform for growth, you have to worry about, uh, you know, appeasing the corporate gods. And uh, that is so fucking apropos of the uh show that we watched and the review we're going to give today about andor we will try not to give away too much but uh let me just issue a spoiler warning for andor if you haven't seen it yet you may want to go back and watch it it's only 12 episodes uh it's on hulu and disney plus that's how much uh, they're trying to push it because... Um, it, oh, I didn't know it was Hulu also. It's on Hulu because oh. they're owned by Disney, right? Yeah. And they, okay. they're they they're heavily pushing the show because it is such a um, mature and it's sophisticated show. Yeah, it's and it, so good. It's so well done, yeah. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. And then later we'll get into all of the ins and outs of what the Empire is, what they stand for, what they don't stand for, the the arrogance and uh, the, the brutality and the, frankly, the superior attitudes they have towards regular people and how they exploit people and what can be ascertained from that in the world today. And a lot, I know a lot of people think, you know, oh, well, you know, uh, you know, they'll quit building me out. But you guys, freedom isn't guaranteed. Look what's going on yeah. in Ukraine right now. You know, mm-hmm. we cannot live in a world thinking, you know, kitty cats, puppies and rainbows is, is going to be 100% of life. Life and freedom uh, is always going to be challenged by those who seek to take our freedoms from us. And we have to understand that at least enough to uh, fight against uh, inequality, injustice, and tyranny. Yeah. You know definitely. what I mean? Yeah, just keep your eyes open. Yeah, that's what it's about. 
So if you don't know, let me just set it up real quick. Uh, the show Andor is about Cassian Andor. He was the character from uh, Rogue One. He was uh, uh, Diego Luna is the actor's yep. name. He's a terrific actor and uh, 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 Papa Skarsgård's in it. <laughs> That's, exactly That's what we that call him. Thinking. Papa Skarsgård, uh, Bill Skarsgård, the father of uh, the very uh, famous and... Uh, it's the a family vampire, of actors. The, the vampire, the clown, and the Viking. Yeah, they're all terrific. <laughs> yeah. You got Floki there. You got Pennywise there. You got uh, Eric, uh, the Eric the Vampire. And now he's in The Northman. Yeah, we need to watch that still. I know. We bought it. We yeah. got to watch it. Yeah. yeah. He got jacked, son. Mm-hmm. Um, a little jealous there. But uh, if he can do it at his age, I can do it too. So. And it's, he gets paid to do it. So. Well, know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That helps. It does help. <laughs> if somebody said, hey, I'll give you a million dollars if you get jacked, I'd be like, I'm already working out. <laughs> Even I would get jacked. Right? Exactly. <laughs> well, and, and speaking of all that, I mean, before we get in, uh, you know, we uh, I just set up the home gym. Um, we, we, you know, because we were having trouble out in the den area because we have a, a couch and then we got a futon and then all this fitness equipment. It was just getting cluttered. So finally I just decided, you know what? As much as I have sentimental value for this futon, um, it's just taking up space. Not even the cat lays on it. So I was like, all right. So I sold it to this very lovely couple. And uh, I think the cat's scratching. Hang on. So the way we have things set up here, we, we actually record from a, a, a from a bedroom and then uh, we keep the door closed because we have other people in the house. And so um, if it was just us, I could just leave the damn door open. She could come in and out as as she pleases. But unfortunately, the way we have it set up, uh, we, we chose to keep that in the show because, you know, people have cats. And I think people relate to that. And we're trying to be relatable. So and it happens it. every damn time. So. <laughs> and it happens every time. And it's like, you might as well just go with it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe but people should start taking bets how far along into the episode it's going to happen. I know. Or a drinking game <laughs> <Right>? or something. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, as far as the, the YouTube thing, I'm just going to have to watch, you know, using that word. I'll, I'll just have to say, you know, we'll make up a word for it or something like that. Anyways, getting back to the den situation. So we sold the futon to this lovely couple and I uh, made 50 bucks. It was worth more, but we'd had it for a while. And, uh, you know, and it's, it, it was lovely because we used to take the futon mattress camping and such. I don't know yeah, what we're going to use for that now. I, I guess we're you know they do make really nice mattresses for camping. Mm-hmm. I think we'll have to yeah, invest in that. But uh, the point I'm making is that we, we set up the home gym. I turned everything and got it all perfect. And then you went yesterday out and and bought a couple of frames one for my anthony bourdain uh portrait uh painting and then uh i have a an original avengers poster i swear to god our cat could lay around all day and do nothing the minute we start recording she gets restless i know and i have no idea what that is it's like she doesn't she feels like she's not included if we leave her out there Mm -hmm. then we she comes in but then she's bored because (laughs) she's not a part of things like well you know learn to speak english i'll have you on the show (laughs) find some form some uh opinions about star wars and uh i might let you on as a guest 
Anyways, but getting back, so we we set up the gym and uh, I, I you know got the brand new because I had that old event. I've had that Avengers poster since the movie came out in 2013, yeah. the original mm-hmm. OG Avengers. Um, you know the one where Scarlett Johansson's butt looks really nice. Uh, it, it does. I can't can't, can't argue with that, that. right? <laughs> but um, but I didn't want to get rid of it, and so the frame that you've got fits perfect and so it looks really nice because before it was in a oversized frame and it was just sliding around and i didn't want to get rid of it so in other words we 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 got the gym perfected uh my maxi climber came today which is kind of like oh it did i didn't even know that came yeah yeah it's it's out there i got to put it together all you have to do is put up the stand apparently and it says it's mostly assembled like 80 90 percent assembled all you got to do is put the stand on it and Maxi climb your way into a fitter <laughs> body, right? And uh, and and I bought it because you know you guys don't have a lot of time, uh, and I think it's just a fun way to do a full body workout because really you're moving your arms and your legs, your core. Anyways, long story short, my point is is that we're getting our um, uh, fitness life together. And it feels good, and uh, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to wake up from time to time feeling like shit. Just it's the middle of winter. It's Oregon, and things happen. And then when that YouTube email came, I was like, "Really?" You know. Damn. And I thought, "Well, like, I won't fight it because it's just a warning. It's your first time." But then I'm like, "No, I'm fighting it because I did. I would not knowingly put out misinformation. Are you fucking no. kidding me? Yeah, no. It's just. I'm a, it's just. I'm automated. a former EMT for crying out loud. Why would I yeah. put out? You know. Yeah, I think bad the, information. The AI is just set up. But here's the word, and it just right. flags it. And because... that's why a lot of YouTubers don't even use the word. And yeah, yeah that's stupid. You just context matters, you guys. Yeah. Fuck, get over it, YouTube. Uh, but uh, but you know it is what it is, and we'll we'll handle that. But uh, getting to the impetus of the show, the point of Andor. Um, you want to maybe just set up what it is and what it's about, and then we're going to start talking about the themes of what that's all about. What is what is the Star Tre- Star Trek? I'm such a Trekkie, I can't <laughs> help it. I love Star Wars too, though. I've got tattoos of both. So, um, but what is the the gist of uh, the rebels versus the empire and what does that mean and how can yeah. we relate that to the real world that we're living in today yeah the show's just kind of basically showing the very beginnings <coughs> of the rebellion and yeah. things that happened that led up to it in its infancy really and yeah and just showing the different factions involved in it there's mm-hmm. senators there's just regular people it's just yeah and you've got it, coruscant and the senators mm-hmm which uh, uh, homages to the prequels, which yeah. I I love that. I love that they don't, uh, you know, oh, don't look at the prequels. You know, no, they accept it mm-hmm. while imperfect. They are bringing in the canon from all of their universes. And the way they do this is fantastic. And so, you, yeah, you have Coruscant and you have this wealthy senator. Uh, she's a part of things. And then you've got Andor, Cassian Andor. They talk. They kind of go into his um, his upbringing, you know, and how all the adults were killed, and then they kind of all got raised like Lord of the and, Flies. They were yeah. all children well, and, in a small group, yeah, trying and to survive. His, his mom hadn't. She, I mean, she was like an OG rebel back in the day, right? And she took him and basically said that everybody else was all the other kids were killed because empire came in so mm, yeah and so what you have is this relationship with andor cassian they call him cassian or andor but anyways it's, a, it's the same character 
but the point is is that he grew up with this um, older woman who sort of took him in how was she a part of that tribe or something how did no, that happen she was they had come in because they knew that that um, that ship Excuse from me. the Empire crashed on Aldani. Mm-hmm. So they came to just kind of, um, what's the word? Word fart. Yeah. Um, they Brain came fart. in, she and her partner came in to salvage parts from the ship. Right. Okay. And then he was in there. On because the, the planet that they're from. Yeah. Aldani. Aldon- Aldani. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, so anyway, he was there, and then they didn't want to let him go back. She because she knew he'd be. She knew the empire would be coming because they knew their ship crashed. Okay, well, let's get to the point of where the story takes off. We know this character from Rogue One. We know how he sacrificed his life for uh, the the rebel movement. Um, but talk about how it started, where he walked in. And uh, to the wrong place, the wrong time, looking for his sister. He was trying to find his sister. Uh, and then uh, something happened. Go ahead. Yeah, well, he was on, it was a different planet, I believe. Yeah, I um, think so. It's hard to keep he, track of yeah, all the planets. Yeah, so he's but. just, he's looking for his sister, who he hasn't seen since he was taken away from his, his home planet. Right, right. And um, he's looking for her. In all the wrong places. Yeah. And two, you know, two, two officers from the Empire yeah, overheard they're, they're him. They're called corporate officers. Yeah. They, they work and, there on that planet. Yeah. So and, they confronted him. And, and he ended up killing things them. Things got ugly yeah. and he ended up shooting them and getting out of there. And so what it did is it sort of uh, woke up the Empire. Uh, do you remember the name of that organization that investi- is investigating that? Uh, but they're 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 corrupt yeah. as hell, and they're it's, it's some initials I can't remember. Yeah, what they the, were. the bin there's or so something. Many names. And <laughs> there's so many things going on. So I much know. stuff. It's so detailed. Yeah. Well, and 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 that's the cool thing about this is that it's so complex and sophisticated and mature, and yet you're able to follow it. You're like, oh, okay. You may not remember every planet name. You don't yeah. remember every little thing, but you you get the gist of oh, what's going on here, and then. Um, well, there might even be a surprise with a, a, a gal named Leia who works with uh, Bill Skarsgård's character, uh, who we're thinking we don't know yet because we're, we haven't finished. We have two episodes left, uh, so we don't want to give away the ending. Uh, and, and I wouldn't anyways. But um, but it but it I think that's Princess Leia play, being be. played by a different yeah, actress. They wouldn't have Why would she look character. like that and yeah. be called Leia yeah. unless it was, right? Yeah. I know. The first time he said her name, I was like, did I hear that right? Is that, <laughs> yeah, we paused and we rewound. Did she, he said Leia, right? <laughs> yeah. So anyways, what happens is is he, he ends up killing these folks because they were ex- abusing their authority off-duty. They were at this kind of upscale sort of strip club bar yeah and then he ends up having to uh, you know escape the planet where he meets this ragtag group of people who are uh, trying to uh, uh, fund the, the 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 rebel movement through a giant heist where they're going to steal from uh, the empire there's one other step though oh go ahead he went back to his planet mm-hmm. and because the officers had overheard him saying something about Aldani. They knew where he, cause the, the prostitute that was working there told them. Yeah. So they knew that he was from Ferrix. They knew that he was Aldani. Yeah. And so, so they, they went looking. And at, at that point he had a stolen piece of equipment 
that right. Papa Skarsgård came to buy, and it just kind of all converged. And that's where he met him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so to make a long story short, then what happens is uh, he ends up, uh, they, 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 they I don't want to give it all away, but but let he he get he 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 gets his share of the take from the heist. He goes to this planet to sort of relax, and he ends up uh, unjustly going to getting sentenced to prison just for yeah. being in the wrong place at the wrong time. At that time. point, he's still like he's kind of got the the rebel background because of his adopted mother, but he's not really into it because he's kind of more like just into it for himself. Until he gets to this other planet and is just yeah, arrested really, for no reason. Right. And so that's kind of like the reluctant anti-hero where yeah. he doesn't want to join the movement. He can't understand why his surrogate mom is so into the rebels and that. Yeah. And why is, what is all this hate coming f- for the Empire? Why? You know, yeah. what happened? You know? Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of, not, you know, like a lot of people, just, I don't want to get involved. I yeah, don't want to get involved exactly. because it's dark and it's serious, right? And so, a, a string of things happen where he's got no choice. He realizes that the Empire is just crooked as hell. Yeah. And so, to make a, a long story short, he ends up going to this work release prison where they find out that uh, when people time out, they're not actually letting them out. They're just putting them somewhere else. Yeah. And and, and the word gets out, and then uh, there's a giant... Uh, uh, Prison, prison riot break, yeah, and prison mm-hmm. break, and they then they all escape, and that's where we left off. So we don't know how it ends yet. But uh, I wanted to talk though about um, some of the acting in this movie, in this movie, but in this show is it's so movie quality. It's that's movie the, quality yeah. exactly, but it, the the acting is fucking top notch. And I mean, even the actors, even the characters you don't like. I mean, like that woman who works for the BIN or whatever it's called. Um, it, I'm just going to call it that. <laughs> but it's the group of people who are who work for the Empire who do uh, detective work to find criminals. But and the problem is, is that of, they're shady too. Oh yeah, they're all in charge of different sectors of the, right. the planets. And, and, and that's the and, thing that this show speaks about. It it talks about injustice and inequality. It shows the haves versus the have-nots and that uh, juxtaposition between those extreme lifestyles. And then it goes into a lot of uh, themes about corruption and tyranny and ego and arrogance and people's uh, drive, frankly, to um, uh, climb up the corporate ladder uh, for all the wrong reasons. And and I just, I'm so impressed with the way this is playing out and the acting involved. I mean, Bill Skarsgård's uh, monologue in the last episode, where this guy's like, "What? What are you? What are you? You know, sacrificing?" And he goes into this great big spiel yeah, about great. everything. It kind of reminded me of Thanos, where remember when uh, he talks to Gamora's daughter and goes, uh, "Did you do it?" He's all, "Yeah." He's what like, did it cost? "What it cost? Everything." Oh, mm-hmm. oh my God! I had fucking goosebumps. It's so well done. Yeah, and. Uh, but I wanted to talk really about, you know, because when we think of Star Wars, we think of oh, fuzzy little creatures and all these fun little silly things, and it's for children. But no way. The real Star Wars, what prompted and fueled 
this whole movie, this whole franchise that is a very dark and deep and heavy thing. Talk yeah. about that. Well, I love that we're in times now because, yeah, when it started out, it was it was a brand new thing. So they just didn't delve too deeply into it because, you yeah, know, they you didn't know. Yeah, just give the surface and, of what it's you don't about, know what the but, audience is going to feel towards it. But now we've got these these services, these streaming services, and the mm-hmm. money to do it correctly. And I just love that and it's, it's fleshing out so deeply into it. And it fleshes yeah. out the characters and right. the motivations. And Yeah, and it's fleshing out really what the Empire is and what the Rebels are and what to what yeah. degree they're compelled, really, to fight against. Because that's the thing, you guys, is that oftentimes uh, evil and tyranny uh, uh, likes to pretend like it's just just and and, and mm-hmm. righteous and good yeah because it's like oh we're taking all these criminals out of society and you know putting them in these prisons never but mind that they most do, of them probably didn't do anything oh and and they they break the rules they they frame people mm-hmm. they torture people and and i got a very big sense that uh, the empire is very much reminiscent of uh, you know, the Nazi movement, frankly, yeah. where you've got oh, weird doctors performing weird experiments and new the, technologies. Yeah, that was the thing that made me think of that most was with the, the torture and the new uh, medical device to to torture someone into giving you information. It right. just It definitely harkens it, back it to It very that. much harkens to the Nazi yeah. era. Right, mm-hmm. right. And well, and that's the thing is that at the end of the day, we like to think now that we're in the year 2023. And we got through, you know, Trump and all that, that we're just safe. We're safe. The world is a safe place and there's no corruption and there's no tyranny. But, uh, you know, and and I know that's a dark subject. And that's why, you know, I think a lot of people are sort of tune out when it comes to politics. So they tune out when it comes to understanding their rights and understanding equality and injustice. But that's why, you know, things happen in your life that force you that want that make you want to be more of an activist and uh if you haven't if you're not experienced like you know like uh jimmy hendrix says if you're not experienced you're not going to have that drive to fight against injustice and equality that you just you don't have a taste for for politics you don't have a taste for activism and sometimes bad shit has to happen in order to finally wake up to the reality so talk about the show i mean what what do you like about the show? Um, um, tell the folks, it, you know, because I mean, it, it is a heavy subject, but but it's still highly entertaining. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want people to think, oh God, what a buzzkill! I don't want to watch that. You know, yeah, tell the folks no, how entertaining it still I mean, is. It's, yeah, it's got mm-hmm. the the great effects, and it still has the the kind of funny moments, and it's just it's very human. Yeah. And I like the fact that it is such a slow burn because, you you know, you see his character in Rogue One and you know he's a rebel, but it's nice to see his whole backstory and how, how did he, get he evolved to that point? into right. it and became who he was. And I just appreciate the fact that it just, it fleshes out the character so much. Well, and all the themes, you've got the themes, like I said, have versus have not. You've got the themes of poverty versus wealth. you got the themes of uh, uh, rich gangster versus uh, upright senator you've got the mm. themes of of prisoner versus guard you've got the theme of uh corporate versus uh, uh you know private right mm-hmm. all yeah. these themes we live in the same type of world living in capitalism we often don't see the lines 
uh, where the line should be drawn. And uh, we don't always hold uh, private sector business or corporations accountable when we should because we just kind of make these incremental concessions because we don't want to rock the boat. We don't Mm want to upset our life. Where do you feel like in the real world, in our world, when is it time to start waking up and sniffing the smelling salts to a greater understanding of injustice and inequality? Well, when things happen that are happening now, like another man got killed by police officers in Memphis. Right. Texas, not Texas, Florida, DeSantis is banning all kinds of books. He's banning that, black all, that studies. That just teach about African-Americans. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, it's it's those kind of things. Mm. The book banning, the you can't say this word, you can't do this. It's, I can't say the C word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, corporations like to, to place all the, because they're a private entity and they have the right to say, hey, if you want to be on our platform, you have to abide by our rules. But, you know, the one thing I will say, though, is is that um, they can't d- go against law. You know, yeah. law supersedes all rules. Well, and I can kind <clears throat> of appreciate the the C word thing because, you know, there's so much misinformation out there. That right. I kind of like that they're trying to have a handle on that. Yeah. It goes a little overboard. Well, it just... Because it just, it's not human. It, it, it attacks everybody who yeah. says the word. It's yeah. like, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. you guys. I mean, now I have to fight for a copyright strike or for a, for a uh, YouTube strike. Yeah. I've been on there all of a month and <laughs> I uploaded uh, old, old episodes. I don't even know what they're talking about, but I can assure you that I wouldn't have ever said anything yeah. contrary to what's right. Yeah. 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 Um, but that's my point is that we live in a world full of strife. And I think a lot of people are just tired of it. They don't want to fight. They don't have the, 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 the desired, it's just tiring and taxing, and mental health is if bad. If you just and let it go, all of a sudden you look up and then... Yeah, well, why do you think we got four years of Trump? Because people are too fucking stupid to understand autocracy and, and, and to understand wealthy oligarchies and to understand that there are people in this world who are just driven by a, a pathological need to feel superior to others. And Donald Trump, you know, it's easy to just go, ah, he's just a fat old guy and whatever, he's weak. Yes, he is now, but can you imagine if, if he had gotten a second term, where we would be at today? It would be a whole different ball of wax. Yeah. Well, and he just woke up the whole mm. the whole fascist thing, and people are comfortable putting it out in the light now. Well, what do you and- think that is? Because I don't think Republicans understand that, you know, yeah, it feels like, oh, we're sticking it to those libs because they're so uptight about everything, and they... And they're, you know, this and that. That's what they think. But then, uh, it's like I, we've said this before, comes a time when uh, tyranny, injustice, inequality is going to turn and focus well, on you. And it reminds me of that episode last night where he, you know, they're talking about some type of uprising in the prison. And they're like, no, we can't talk about it. And he's like, no, we are less than nothing to them. Nobody's listening. Right. And, and they're afraid of and, talking about it because they mm-hmm. think that they're being overheard. And that's the thing is they, they think so lowly of them that they, yeah, they, they, exactly. they don't even listen. And that's the thing with <clears throat> a lot of people in the Republican Party. They think, oh, well, nothing's going to turn back on us because we're supporters. No, they don't care about you either. Right. You're just a means to an end. So Absolutely. eventually it's going to come around and bite you in the ass, too. And they yeah. just don't see it. And, and I think the 
the main thing about injustice and inequality, what it boils down to, it's, it's either a movement based on hate or it's a movement based on entitlement, arrogance. They think yeah. they're inherently better than others. They inherently think that God favors them. They inherently think their wealth should buy them everything and everybody yeah. else should have nothing. Mm-hmm. And we have to, you know, not to bum anybody out, but that's why we fight. And thank goodness Biden won, because you may not love Biden. I don't love Biden. He's an old, crusty weirdo, you know. But they've I, but, done some good stuff. But he's so, done some yeah. good stuff, and that's my point, is that he's just a decrepit old man now, but but at least he believes in uh, lo- the law. At least he believes in the rule of law, and at least he believes in taking care of people without jobs and people without food. I mean, good gracious. If we left it up to Republicans, they would just starve the beast. They would just let everybody mm-hmm. die off. Yeah. Absolutely. And I truly believe that. And I'm, oh, that's not 100%. That's they not a political care. statement. I'm not trying to say, oh, you know, because I think a lot of people, when they're not used to politics, when they don't understand what's going on, uh, you know, I, I kind of use this analogy. There used to be an old analogy in the Bible. Sorry, I know. I'm an atheist, but <laughs> it's a great analogy. Is that there's two Jesuses there. They look exactly the same. One is God and one is the devil how do you know the difference? And so I think a lot of people come into politics, especially when you grow up in a conservative household. You you see your parents, you know they're not evil, you know they're not bad people. So you don't really understand the minutiae of tyranny and injustice and inequality and, 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 and if not all that, at least regressiveness. We can't go back to the old days. We have to go forward and, and we have to understand that equality doesn't happen unless we force it unless we stand yeah. up to, against tyranny right yeah. mm-hmm. and uh and there's ways to do that where you don't have to become negative there's ways to do that where you don't have to become a soldier you don't have to be angry all the time you don't have to get triggered about it but you gotta know your rights and you gotta know how to traverse this world and so pay attention yeah so i think that this is a really good show that hopefully is getting folks to understand that uh, we don't move forward unless we forge it, unless we move it forward, unless we, uh, uh, you know, fight against tyranny and uh, regression. Yeah. Well, and at the end of the day, you know, like I said, so uh, younger folks, they're just all into their TikTok and they're all into YouTube and they're all into all these things, but they don't understand the sausage making of the real world. And that's where people like Mike Rowe say, people want to be all these things, but they don't want to work for it. They don't want to, they don't want to uh, sacrifice for it. There's people lack discipline nowadays. And, you know, I don't want to, people's mental health is important to me. So I don't like saying, Oh, every, you know, kids nowadays, they're so weak. They're so fragile. I said in a, a previous episode, that's right. They are fragile. We are a broken people. We're trying to fight for our culture and our heritage. We're trying to fight for equality. We're trying to fight for gender equality, racial equality. And we're trying to fight, frankly, against systems that are trying to move back progress. And so uh, uh, the whole analogy with the two Jesuses is if you were 20 years old and you grew up in a Republican family in a red state and you knew your family weren't evil or corrupt, 
uh, you may just not ever see some of the things going on in the Republican Republican Party that are bad. Now that that all being said, there's a lot of you know hashtag both sidesism where they go, well, what about Democrats doing this, this, and this? Yeah, well, we're not we're not talking about uh, people being perfect. We we can easily point to both parties and go, yes, they're imperfect. Yes, they're imperfect. But at some point, we have to wake up and understand the the importance that one party is shooting a bullet while the other party is. Uh, throwing a bullet and uh, they're not the same they are not equal one is more tyrannical and crooked than the other speak on that please well yeah well it's just trying to to blow smoke up people's asses and like you know misdirection because you know the both sidesism is just it's just a way of trying to pull attention away from what they're doing and take away the impact of, mm-hmm. of some of the things that they do and say. Yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. at the end of the day, it's we don't talk against the Republican Party because we uh, uh, have some uh, political agenda or, or something like that. But you have to recognize tyranny and corruption and regressive attitudes and nip that shit in the bud before it has time to flourish yeah. and grow. And like I said, if, if Trump had another... Four years, man. That man, whew, our our justice system would have been fucked. Yeah. Well, and the biggest <clears throat> both sidesism thing happening right now is the whole classified documents thing. Oh, yeah. And of course, you know, the right is saying, "Well, Joe Biden had classified documents. Never mind the fact that he only had a few. As soon as they were found, they called the Department of Justice and said, "Hey, come get these." They don't. Right. The details matter. Well, but I was going to say, gloss over the details. It's not just details, but um, context yeah. matters, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. Is uh, what I get tired of seeing in our world is a a bunch of people fighting for a cause that ultimately will never serve their best interest, and I find yeah. it ignorant. I find it yeah. ridiculous. Now, all that being said, I don't. I'm not pro Democrat because I think they're perfect. I'm not pro-Democrat because I think they got everything figured out. Far from it. But at least they're trying to create jobs and create a workforce and a middle class and do the things that are... And and then the Republican Party, they say all these things. Oh, we're the beer and blue jean party. We're for the working class. We're for black people. Except all their policies point to the opposite. Please explain to people how it's different. Well, and like I always say, you have to pay attention to what they actually do. Like, the, mm-hmm. you know, they all ran on these, like, we need to help the middle class, blah, blah, blah. The first thing they get in there trying to do in the House. Take is, care of, so, of, of Social well, Security that, and, and Medicare. That and keep Biden from getting gas prices lower by going into the reserves, which is what the reserves are there they're, they're for. They're intended for, so right. So they're pissed mm-hmm. off that he's actually helping the American people when what they ran on was that they want to help the American well, people. And I, I find it so odd that you would be a part of a political body where you don't believe in that political body. They say, uh, polit- you know, politics yeah. doesn't work. Uh, government can't help you. So, so pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Except, what do you think we're doing? You're 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 getting millions of dollars of donations from the rich, from the donor class who want to keep us under their thumb. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it boils down to: is they they want to exploit us to the maximum. 
uh, just like Brian Tyler Cohen says, is that corporations want to pay you as little as possible and get as much from you as they can. And so we're trying to just make a life that's fair. You know, we talk about jobs and jobs getting better and all that, and that's great, but we're missing the point that nobody wants these fucking jobs. I don't, I don't want to work any of these fucking places. I don't want to live in a world where all we're doing is contributing to the landfill, contributing to fucking up our Mother Earth. I mean, yeah. sorry to be a hippie about it, but Jesus fucking Christ, I need air to breathe and water to drink. Yeah. And, and not believing that and putting your hand in the sand is very ignorant yeah and the austerity of their lies the the arrogance in which they enforce their points of view you can tell that the republicans they they really are fighting for the donor class the wealthy and and so when you see these average republicans you you want to respect them you want to love them you want to treat them as equals because we're forward-thinking people but at the end of the day if you can't see it how do you get these folks to know yeah and that's the thing people are just so fixated on their their right-leaning tv shows that they Mm -hmm. don't hear any of the details they hear the broad strokes of you know again going back to documents it's all about owning the libs it's all like you hear the broad strokes of okay joe biden had documents Never mind the details. And, and that's all they and, hear. And that's so did all Pence they know. and so did Trump. Therefore, it's all equal. Yeah. And in their minds, uh, you know, two wrongs make a right. Never you know, mind that there's a million Never mind that there's that details make that make different. one much yeah. worse than the other. Yeah. yeah. Well, and getting back to the show Andor, I mean, because that's the thing where, you know, do kids nowadays have an appetite for uh fighting against a corrupt or uh ill-fitting system that's not looking out for the middle class a lot of them do i think they do i think it's growing Mm -hmm. i think i think the the new kids coming up uh are very motivated politically because they see how their system is not helping anyone anymore Mm -hmm. and we have to become the lovers carers helpers and teachers in this world and if you if we're not doing those things all we're going to do is be the corporatists and and be the sellouts and then yeah maybe you're taken care of but you're you know like when i worked at lowe's i got nothing against lowe's in and of itself they're selling cheap crap from china more power to you but when they're making you know 90 to 150 thousand dollars per day while i'm making 12 dollars an hour and i can't even pay my rent and i gotta live off of food stamps where the fuck is the equality and the in the yeah. goodness of that? Yeah. And I think a lot of um where a lot of younger kids are getting introduced to that type of thing and paying attention is when it comes to LGBTQ issues. Yeah. I just came across something on Instagram and it was this kind of well known person um that is open to conversations with people that are conservative minded and he, there was a, a mom that wrote in and said, My fifteen year old daughter mm-hmm says she feels unsafe in my house because I voted for Trump. Well, yeah, her daughter was a lesbian. Yeah. And she didn't understand why her daughter felt unsafe that her mom and her whole family voted basically contrary to her her life, her her literal life. Well, that's what I mean. That's a big issue with younger kids. And it's going to make a lot of them. It feels like some people are just fucking impervious to new information that they're impervious to a solid argument. And so it's not that we want to 
you know, it's we're not like Republicans where they want to own the libs. We I don't want to own the conservatives. I want them to pull their head out of their ass Do and right quit thing. fighting yeah. for tyranny and injustice yeah. and inequality. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to build back the middle class. When 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 you care more about big oil and for-profit uh, prison systems and you care more about big pharma and uh, uh, privatizing everything because you want uh a corporate uh, entity to uh, to uh, you know so they can make more money, frankly, and and yeah. and they fight. They want everything corporatized, they, and then they and then they hide behind this freedom. It's yeah. freedom, economic mm-hmm. freedom. Talk on that. Well, and they hide behind the we want it. We want it privatized because government doesn't work. Because they're in there actively sabotaging the government right. to make it not work. I know, yeah. So, yeah, and they want everything privatized because it comes down to their donors and themselves being rich. And they want to be the recipients of all that, that money. Right, right. Well, let's let's pivot a little. Let's get, in, let's get back into Andor because it's such yeah. a w- beautiful show. It's well told. It looks beautiful. And... Um, I know that some of the the banter, some of the dialogue will probably bore people under 30, perhaps. But I think... Maybe some, but... But there's going to be a lot of intelligent people out there who are going to go, wow, this is well done. Mm -hmm. And then once you start seeing what it's all about, you're seeing that seed of where the rebellion... Where was that spark? Where did the spark come from? And what it came from is watching this empire... Act as law enforcement, act as moralists and being morally superior to others, all the while doing awful shit mm-hmm. in the name of and pursuit of their mission. Yeah. So talk absolutely. on that. How, do you think kids na- nowadays, uh, do are they seeing the parallels between the show and real life? I think so. I hope I think, so. I mean, anyone that's mm-hmm. watching that show and shows like it, you have to have some bit of intelligence and what about and it's very obvious the yeah the similarities and what right. it's trying to tell you well and how do we um fight against tyranny without making it you know fighting against republicans because i think there's a lot of conservatives who just simply do it for good reasons maybe not the best of reasons yeah. but they don't have any malicious well, heart or malicious right. intent they're not racist they're not but they but they're, maybe they're conservative because it helps their tax bracket or maybe they're mm-hmm. conservative because uh they feel a certain way about guns or in other words not everybody who's a republican is nefarious no. um but they certainly don't do seem duplicitous in those agendas they, they just look the other way when mm-hmm. shit goes wrong and i find that yeah. Uh, just a, a shitty way of living your life because how it do you, how dare you stand there and claim to be a good Christian all the while doing fucked up shit that is routinely mm-hmm. making uh, uh, you know race relations terrible, making our economic relations terrible, jobs and inequality, good pay, uh, etc. With all, all these things matter. Yeah, well, and that's the worst <laughs> is the people that are the Republican because they are good Christians and they're. They're one issue voters, and that issue is usually abortion. Never mind every other thing that goes along with it. They just are so focused on that one thing, yeah. And that this is the party that goes with what I want on that, right? And they just don't. Open we call their, that a single issue yeah, voter. They don't right. open their minds to everything else. Or a low info voter, going. right? Yeah. Right. And yeah. I don't know how you <clears throat> get people to kind of snap out of it. Some of them you won't be able to. Right. They're well, just, and the thing is, is that we're not trying to, you know. Um, 
We're not trying to hurt anyone. We're not trying to shame anyone. Maybe the worst offenders that are actually like DeSantis and people who are in government who are actively yeah. doing things to make the world a shittier place, those people deserve it. But but regular voters, yes, they're sometimes obtuse. Yes, mm-hmm. they sometimes uh, are not uh, awoke enough to understand the awareness necessary to understand justice and equality because maybe they're white, maybe they're stupid, maybe they're Christian. I don't know. They have reasons, yeah. but they're not necessarily bad people. Like, you know, the other day I was thinking about my friend Craig and we get along great. We, as long as we talk about barbecue and nothing else right? Yeah. and Star Trek, you know, yeah. um, and Star Wars. <clears throat> but, but then the other day I was like, you know, I had to block him years ago on Facebook because I, I was just seeing all this trash, this filth. And then I thought, ah, maybe I'll let him back on. I went to his page and I was like, Ugh, how does he believe this shit? And the thing And it's always him, conspiratorial bullshit. And the thing with him too, it's so hard to tell because He's a good guy. He's a very good guy. And he's kinda like got the shock jock mentality. He so likes to because he, he was a radio guy and mm-hmm. he likes to he likes to be the the uh, what do you call that? The uh, avant garde provocateur, provocateur right. It's right. hard to <clears throat> it's hard to discern how much he actually believes it. Yeah. And well, and the, the problem. And he won't talk about it seriously. Well, so. I, it just makes you wonder to, what would have to happen for these folks to actually uh, realize that they fucked up the world. I mean, can, if, imagine if Trump got a second term, and then uh, you know we just started uh, randomly jailing black people, or randomly jailing ethnic people, well, or randomly th- throwing people, uh, you know, sending uh, Hispanics who've never been to Mexico. Back to Mexico. In other words, I mean, you yeah. saw what happened in the jails and down there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about a level of authority, authoritarianism that is dangerous and crooked and uh, mean-spirited and hateful. And uh, uh, a lot of white people are just like, oh, I'm immune because I'm white. But you're not. Because eventually it is going to come back to you yeah, in some it form. Might, you may not end up in a, a situation where you are deported, but you may be in, end up in a situation where, uh, you know, you try to start a business and you can't because they created austere rules against something. Mm-hmm. Or you don't know how, you know, the spark of uh, authoritarianism, the spark of tyranny uh, uh, seems so innocent at first, but then you don't understand yeah. the snowball effect it has over yeah. time. Yeah, absolutely. You yes. know, and that's why I love this show Andor, because it really does show the spark where he went from sort of a uh, disinterested party to an activist. In it for himself, too. Yeah. Yeah. And he's really fun. understanding. And, and I think that it, that that really does sort of hearken to a lot of people nowadays. Is a lot of people don't want to be a part of things. They don't want to get involved. Um, I get why, because sometimes yeah. it can be bad for your mental health. But I think there's a way to do it that once you understand the themes and once you see what's going on, you have to be motivated by your ethical impetus to understand mm-hmm. right from wrong yeah to do nothing yeah. would be akin to a sin yeah absolutely a crime and, it's a know, crime against it, humanity yeah and it it kind of mm-hmm. i mean it definitely highlights how it can be dangerous i mean standing up for your ideals it's scary yeah. you can get hurt <clears throat> you could get killed 
Well, yeah, but like ultimately Black Lives end. Matter, and you had police officers yeah. shooting people in the streets with rubber bullets and smoke grenades and all these things. And now we all pretend like, oh, the cops are here just here to protect and serve. And hey, I think law enforcement have a hard job. I'm for the police, but we don't need police officers becoming militarized. And mm-hmm. and and we are becoming just like that TV show where we're poor. We are nobody. They are the arrogant, and and they can just jail us and, and do whatever they want with us. And uh, they know that we don't have the money to hire good lawyers. And so, so what happens is, is that uh, you could be in the wrong place at the wrong time, and something could happen, and uh, you don't have a good lawyer because you you're just a regular working mm-hmm. schmo. And uh, guess what? Now you're uh, in over your head, all because. We didn't fight for our rights. Yeah. We didn't fight for a system that's just. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. to look out for those that's, things. Yeah, and that's exactly what Andor <laughs> was highlighting. Yeah, that, you know, you go to this place because you think you're going to get away from it all, and you don't want to be involved anymore. And then, no matter where you go, you're you're pulled back in because the tyranny is getting it's spreading. It's spreading, and, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think it's a darn good thing if you like Biden or don't like Biden, but you should fucking thank your fucking lucky stars every day that biden's our president right now because it it stopped authoritarianism and uh and and tyranny in its fucking tracks and when you look at the laundry list that the republican party has done to uh to fuck over the poor to fuck over african americans to fuck over uh people uh, with fair pay and fair you know uh uh you know, just having a life that where you have dignity, mm-hmm. and when you see yeah. the laundry list of things that they do, the and and the the way it's become sort of a rich white man's club, and you got Mike Lindell, the fucking my pillow dipshit, and you got Rudy, Rudy Giuliani, who's drunk every goddamn day, and they're all part of this white men's league of idiots, and they're all uh, looking to, I think, uh, exploit. Their whiteness, their wealth, they want to be mm-hmm. important, they want to be ballers, they want to be shot callers, and uh, they all want to pass as cats, but in doing so, they've huddled behind this narcissistic sociopath in Trump, and now that they've created the monster, like, oh, fuck, how do we get rid of the monster? Well, you created it, asshole. Yeah. Fox News created it. Newsmax created it. And now Fox Newsmax is complaining because they were dropped by a satellite service. Well, you should have thought of that before you lied your ass off. Yeah. You should, yeah. you know, that's the thing. Like, you know, like with the YouTube thing with me, if I was actively misinforming people, they would have every right. And, and so we need these safeguards in place because, yes, there's a lot of misinformation out there. A lot of it is malicious and, uh, 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 and very... Uh, on purpose and then some is just more because of ignorance and apathy and uh, uh, misdirection but at the end of the day i see a two-party system that's got to evolve man and now that the republicans have the house ain't nothing getting done in two years you might as well tune out and then just vote Mm-hmm. when it's time to vote because yeah. at the end of the day it's going to be a shit show yeah and these people are fools they they care more about hunter biden's laptop than they care about putting food and water and shelter uh for the regular people they don't want to yeah. 
They don't care about the debt ceiling. They want to hold it for mm-hmm. ransom. They don't yeah. care about regular people and regular jobs. Jesus Christ, if they did, they would start passing bills to help. But they, when is the last time you've seen a Republican pass a bill that actually helps someone that isn't rich? Yeah, I, I don't know. Or that isn't white. And pay attention to the fact mm. that they're pissed off that gas prices are lower now because that's like, they see that as a win for the Democrats. So we can't have that. Never mind that it's helping millions of people. Well, they put party it's, before country. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. that in itself is a, you know, I don't believe in sin per se, but it's yeah. certainly a moral crime. Yeah, it's an ethical uh, uh, problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to get too heavy. I I really want to oh, let's start gushing. Let's okay. gush about the show because let's it's so it. good, mm-hmm. and uh, we don't know how it's going to uh, go down just yet. We've got two more episodes to go, but I do want. To sort of um, set up uh, what Star Wars really is. Because at the end of the day, like I said, it's easy to get sort of um, uh, uh, bedazzled into the furry creatures and the, the spaceships and all that. But um, uh, the the actual thing that led up to the Star Wars is 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 a very serious thing and i think it's amazing that george lucas was able to 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 start something that was so serious and make it family friendly i don't know how he did it but he did it yeah yeah it this one's not <laughs> no not as much <laughs> in the beginning it was yeah yeah absolutely yeah well, yeah i remember when um talking to to connor when before we started watching andor and he's like yeah he's like it's so it's so adult. He's like, there's prostitutes in the first episode. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what I love about it. It's so unapologetic. It's, it's, it's very clear about uh, having to, uh, the moral imperative, really, to take a stand against fascism. Mm-hmm. That's what it boils down to. And the cost of it. And the cost. It, it, there is a giant cost sometimes, but well, ultimately. I think, I think that's a very good point because that big sh- speech that Bill Skarsgård, mm-hmm. forget his name's character's name, but <laughs> but he does that big speech about what it cost him. It cost him everything. It cost him yeah. his life and his wealth and his health and everything. And, and so he, you know, becoming an activist, I think that's where a lot of people are like, that's exactly why I don't politic. Because I mm-hmm. can't, I don't have the appetite or the stomach for it. Tell folks how they can be activists without having to, you know, sacrifice yeah. their health you, and their yeah. life well, and their you happiness. Just, you don't you know? have to get into it, into the day-to-day <clears throat> stuff yeah. and watch hours of politics every day. Like, we've talked, I think we even mentioned on the last episode, like, YouTube channels like Brian Tyler Cohen and mm-hmm. Row of the Fifth Column, you kind of get the the gist of the important stuff. You don't yeah. have to get bogged down mm-hmm. in all the details of all the every little thing that's going on, but just stay aware of what's happening. And What would you say to people like centrists and Republicans who say, oh, well, they're all just doing that because... You know, they're, they don't understand. They don't understand the right wing's cause. They don't appreciate Christian conservatives. They don't know about evangelicals and our morality, blah, blah, blah. Speak on that. How do we yeah. get folks to know that uh, what these folks are doing is fucking wrong? Yeah. I And when it comes to people like that, I don't know how you talk to them because they're so convinced that, that their religion is correct and right and everyone needs to live by that i don't know how you convince them that 
people can be good without following your religion. Well, and you can you be can a Christian. follow your religion. You just can't push it on other people. Right. And but you they can, want to push it on other people. And you can be a Christian without being a Republican mm-hmm. or a Democrat. I mean, for crying out yeah. loud, just do the right thing. And that's my problem is that if you're a Christian, you should be held to a higher authority, a higher uh, a standard when it comes to your place in the world and creating the change that we need on a humanitarian level. And if yeah. you can't see it, you can't, that's but the thing. Yeah, some people some are just not them, smart enough to see it yeah. or, or get it. And so, and, well, and what do you do? Yeah, and they're so mm-hmm. extreme with their religions. Like, they don't want gay rights because they don't believe in it. They think it's a sin. They think people should be punished. Right. And there's some people, they're just so bogged down in these beliefs that are just so ingrained that you can't talk to them. Right, right. And you just have to try to find the the sane ones and just do what you can person by person and yeah well i was gonna say at the end of the day i know this is a heavy subject and i know it can be uh where people just want to tune out we're trying to keep it entertaining and fun you know but we do live in a world where like i said we have to fight for the rights of regular working people Mm -hmm. because we make up the majority we are uh the lion's share of, of humanity. We are the backbone of all the workers. We are the backbone of all these corporations. And and so, yeah. at the end of the day, do I like Google? Yeah, I like Google devices. So long as they're doing their thing and they're not hurting anyone, I can let a corporation exist without malice. Um, but I think a lot of people, they don't understand. They're like, well, you know, you grow up in the world and you see all these things as your friend. I grew up on NBC. I love NBC. I grew up on HBO. I love HBO. They don't necessarily see the agendas behind the wealth that may or may not be contributing to the uh, fuckification of the world, right? Mm -hmm. And so where can we direct people to uh, look in the right places so that they see, you know, where where the tyranny is actually happening because like i said on face value i see nothing wrong with all this i see nothing wrong with capitalism i, I don't know mm-hmm. in other words it's easy to play dumb you know yeah it is well i think a lot of um liberals sometimes the woke you know we we've we've talked about woke culture cancel culture there's nothing wrong with being woke in the sense that being aware being up to par on the issues and knowing where social justice um, ought to be, where the line ought to be drawn on yeah. equality and social justice, right? All that is fine. Like, I have nothing against being woke when it means a positive awareness of social justice, right? <clears throat> to be a social justice warrior, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, where it goes wrong is where their tactics, they become mean, they become cruel, they become conniving, and they they want to destroy people. And, and when you have a, an online presence, like a podcast or a YouTube channel or even just a Twitter account, people want to use that to destroy each other, even when they're on the same side. So what yeah. do we do to combat the... People who are just a little too, um, I don't know, nutso to fucking know yeah. where the fight sh- should be. Yeah, you know? that's the hard part because, yeah, ultimately <clears throat> you are on the same side, but an extreme in any direction is not good. I mean, it's not good for anybody, but it's, I, I don't know how to fight it, honestly. Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, at the end of the day, I think what it boils down to is, um, 
you know, I've said it before, if you want to know where politicians stand on the issues, look at their voting record. Don't yeah. listen to what they say. They're liars. Yep. Yep. Not all of them, but, but some of them lie their ass off. And if you really think the Republican Party is like we're not being fair and, and oh, no, they, they're for the middle class. They're for working people, blah, blah, blah. Maybe at the local level, but look at their policies. Look at what they fight for and what they fight against. And, and, and tell me, after you've looked at their voting records, that they still care about poor people, that they still care yeah. about black people, that they still care about building a middle class. Mm -hmm. They still believe in Reaganomics. They want a trickle-down yeah. system. We, on the left, we want a system that it starts from the middle out. You build a middle class by taking care of the middle class. Because when you give, when you have a strong middle class, you have a robust manufacturing base where poor people can work their way up to the middle and middle class people can work their way up to the wealth. Yeah. Nobody loses. Everybody wins. And at the end of the day, you know, you hear people like buzzwords like socialism. People talk about oh, socialism. They think socialism is fascism. But they're all they're fine with fascism, but they don't like socialism. Speak on that. <laughs> what the hell is that? Because it's just been ingrained in them that socialism is bad. And it's just like, it, it's wording, like we've talked about before. Like, if you say the Affordable Health Care Act, people are all for it. You say, call it Obamacare, yeah. and they hate it. It's the same damn thing. So, it's just the wording and the way that, well, that things are put across. And that boils down to, at the end of the day, you cannot, you can, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And at the end of the day, we are just going to always, always live in a world where, about 50% of the world is going to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? No. You know, Bill Maher talks about it all the time. People say, Bill, that's mean. That's mean. It's not mean. It's true. Yeah. If you can't figure out basic shit, then you're stupid. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. And, you know, we should want to educate people. We should want to lift them up. We should want to help them understand what we understand. So how do we do that without, uh, you know, becoming hateful? You just have to try to do it in your life with people that are in your life. And if you can do it with gentle, non-confrontational conversations and just kind of talk about things, mm -hmm. um, that's probably the best way to do it. You just have to start small and just kind of within your circle and within your people you're around. Yeah. How do we fight against corporatism when it makes up so much of people's jobs and lives and livelihood? How do we fight against a system that we're plugged into? Yeah, we buy everything yeah, from corporations. So how do we, uh, you know, at least more, uh, ethically, at least uh, sentimentally, how do we fight you against corporatism to, without, uh, you know, yeah. helping it out too, too much? That's a really good question. I Small, small steps, like start small. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm one of the biggest users of Amazon, even though I hate it. Right. Because if I went onto these websites and bought these things, I'd be paying out the ass for shipping and... And it and would cost more, and we, it, it's regular kind of, working people can't afford yeah, it's like paying top dollar for everything, right? And that's what they do. They engineer everything so that we're forced to be within these systems, and it's, I don't know what the solution is. Just small steps when you can. I mean... Right, right. 
Well, I think, you know, a lot of people nowadays um, just get really uh, tired of militant liberals, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's real easy to, to, to cross a line. How do we not cross that line so that we don't come off like militant, warmongering, woke, cancel culture crazies? We, we care about the issues deeply. We care about equality. We care about social justice. And we care about forward-thinking progress and futurism and saving the earth and all that thing. But how do we do it where we're not coming off, you know, so darn uh, militant where uh, it sort of opens us up to scrutiny by the right yeah. and by the well, opposition? I think just by being a, a, a regular kind of soft-spoken, not militant-acting person. Yeah. I mean, and what, you can just lead by example. And what I always say is don't label yourself. No yeah. labels. Mm-hmm. Once you label yourself a Democrat, you are opening yourself up to a world of scrutiny. Yeah. And that's why I don't identify yeah. as a Democrat. Do I identify as 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 pro- a progressive? I do. But it's a non-political progressive. Yeah. It's about best practices because I don't give a shit yeah. about the parties. Mm-hmm. In fact, I wish the system would get big enough and bold enough to have five, six, seven, eight, ten parties where everyone's represented equally and we get the dark money out of politics and we have a system based on, you know, uh, uh, you know, healthy debate. Remember those Mm days? Yeah, (laughs) I know. Um, And and so when you see all the tactics today to try to deceive people, to try to uh, weaponize information, uh, it can be uh, just too much and people tune out. So how do we, because I mean, most people haven't gone through what uh, Andy Andor has gone through. They didn't. They haven't been falsely accused and thrown in jail. Now, now there's been some African American folks who are like, "Oh bullshit!" Some oh, people yeah. become more active in their activism because they there is a moral imperative that they can't they can no longer ignore. But most white folks and most people in general. Uh, aren't, uh, you know, the, 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 the Nazis aren't yet breaking down their door mm-hmm. and most police officers are on the moral up and up. So how do we fight for systemic uh, corruption and tyranny when it's not, uh, it's more, it's more veiled. It's not so yeah. obvious. That's, yeah. Uh, just by <clears throat> in your daily life, just living the kind of life you want to, if you can, even just signing petitions and if you can donate a couple bucks here and there to organizations that are really fighting yeah against I, these things yeah i think at the end of the day what it boils down to is if you care about the issues and you hate your job because it's corporate and they're not paying enough etc doesn't mean that you got to necessarily talk ill of them they're too mm. powerful you talk shit talking shit on social media about your company is only going to get you fired or get you summarily reprimanded what it boils down mm. to is vote yeah and and be, belong to coalitions that believe what you believe yeah and when you uh, uh, there's a safety in numbers, belong to a coalition. If you, if you, there is no coalition for what you believe, well, find one, <laughs> find a chapter somewhere. Yeah, at least an online chapter mm-hmm. where you can uh, express your views in a in a forum that is healthy, where you begin to get better at politics, better at understanding the nuance of. Uh, of what's going on in this world. And, and that's why I love this show, Andor, because it just spoke to me. It's so mature. It's so unapologetic. And it's like, sorry, uh, kids, that there's no Ewoks in this shit. 
this is going to be the boring adult Star Wars. Have a nice day. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, but I think they pulled it off. I really oh, do. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yep. And and there's always going to be the people that are watching it that are just completely oblivious to the whole thing, like how it relates to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of this, but it just reminds me of. Paul Ryan saying he loves Rage Against the Machine. (laughs) Some people are just... You are the machine! (laughs) Exactly. And some people are just going to be oblivious to it. But I think the majority of people that are smart enough to be watching it, it will resonate and they will tie it to today and it'll make people think about things. Absolutely. Well, I think the thing is, is that I like Star Wars and Star Trek. You know, we live in a world where you have to either like Marvel or like DC and... uh, and you can't like both. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> right. I like both. I like Star yeah. Trek for certain reasons, and I like yeah. Star uh, Wars for certain reasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, the reason why I like Star Trek is because uh, it, it's orderly, it's futuristic, it, it, it's uh, showing where we can go with our technologies and where we can go with our social morality. Uh, and then a lot of people say, well, Star Trek's become too woke. What do you think it's supposed? What do you? What? <laughs> I know. Have you I, been? Did you miss a, a class? Did you what? Uh, right. It's it, been that way from the it's beginning. It's always been woke. What are you talking yeah, about? I yeah. Know. And it's it's not about you know being liberal. It's about treating people ethically. It's about being a humanist. It's about being a humanist, right? Mm-hmm. A secular humanist. Yeah. It's about uh, embracing uh, uh, each other's cultural heritage, uh, and it's about frankly doing the right thing. Yeah. If that's not for you, then I don't know what to tell you. Uh, and then Star Wars, you know, for me, uh, Star Wars is all about because I think both worlds could coexist. Mm-hmm. There's other planets. There's other, uh, you know, alien species, etc. Yeah. It's uh, both are about inclusion. Both are about uh, you know understanding different you know worlds and 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 you know and Star Wars kind of has a more lived in look. Mm-hmm. A more rustic oh, yeah. look. Um, I would say, I would venture to say that Star Wars, despite the f- cuteness of some of the characters, um, has always been a, a much more, I don't know. Uh, it's more gritty. Gritty than Star Trek mm-hmm. in the yeah. sense that, I mean, Star Wars Trek has done some great stuff too, but it's gritty in the sense that everything's dirty. There's a lot of poverty. People come from nowhere mm-hmm. and then they fight. They, they grow up to become something bigger than themselves. And that's yeah. really what Star Wars is for me. Whereas Star Trek is about working together to solve problems and going off into a bold new future uh, so that we can, uh, uh, you know, be connected and, and, and keep venturing forward into that great unknown uh, with, with a sense of uh, urgency and uh, kindness and diplomacy. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. You- they both are. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't pick one. Well, and people have become so, like, just, everyone's a critic. And, you know, it's like, you know, I kind of was making fun the other day with Chris Duckman. The, he's the YouTube critic. And I like Chris Duckman. Don't get me wrong. He's a mm-hmm. great guy. Nice man. Uh, but he, um, you know, is making a movie. A crowdfunded movie and he's you know a long time uh student uh, of film right mm-hmm. and he's been a critic for going on 10 years now and uh i just said in the comments just as a little rib i said so i guess since you're a movie critic it's going to be perfect right <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and i only bring that up because i think at the end of the day we've all become so 
fucking critical of everything. It doesn't speak to me. I, I went into uh, the IMDb and I, I left a review for Star Trek Discovery. And, uh, you know, I get, it'll say, you have 13 likes of 105. Well, that means I got 90-something dislikes, <laughs> right? They didn't like what I had to say. Mm-hmm. And, 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 my, and why is that? Because everybody likes to think their opinion is right and matters, while everybody else is, is sucks and everybody else is stupid. Speak on that, because yeah. we spoke earlier about intelligence and how you have to have some and how we want to, you know, bring people up. We don't want to knock people down. We want to, everybody to get involved and to be uh, intelligent. And that includes Trumpers. That includes conservatives. Some of them you're just going to have to write off because they're just never going to get there. But, mm-hmm. but speak on that because it's not about bashing people who may uh, just not be all there mentally yet. They're, they're, yeah. They, they got to catch up. So well, how, do we, yeah. how do we catch up without uh, disparaging people of a lesser intelligence? It's, well, it's about not just automatically coming down on people and if they have a legitimate thing that they want to talk about or a legitimate concern then listening to it in a rational manner and trying to speak about it and bring your opinion to them without being accusing or yeah calling them stupid or right it's about just having trying to have real conversations with people yeah occasionally i'll, I'll say something just to you know, get it off my chest but then I back it up and I say okay I try very hard to be kind to even conservatives and people who don't share my opinions but when you see some of the trash that they peddle oh, it's like mm-hmm. we're never gonna get there yeah. we're never gonna oh, get I there know. I just yeah. don't get it um, but uh, we're almost done here I just wanted to kind of uh, wrap this up with a bow uh, the show and or do you think it's for kids? Is it for everybody? Who's this for? And what are your final thoughts about it? Well, it's definitely a mature show. But, yeah. you know, there's a lot of mature kids out there. I oh, mean, yeah. And, yeah. Don't sell them I mean, short. No, definitely. So it's it's for people that are thoughtful and want to actually see real things. Well, and... and- how things can evolve and yeah and what was really well done about this show so far is uh how it um i call it revenge porn or revenge fantasy the best movies are revenge movies where somebody is wronged who didn't deserve it and then they get their comeuppance in the end and if you're into that you're gonna love this show because boy oh boy i don't know how it's gonna end yet but i got I got some feels about this. Mm-hmm. I felt oh, so yeah. strongly about the injustice of what they're going through and why the rebel movement happened the way it did. I mean, you know, because sometimes uh, tyranny and evil uh, likes to dress nice and has mm-hmm. money and has clout. And uh, the monster doesn't always have, you know, uh, 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 an ugly face or, or yellow teeth or uh or, or a big old scar on their face. Sometimes yeah. ir- uh, tyranny and evil looks like a charming, handsome man or a charming, handsome, yeah. beautiful woman. Yeah. So uh, how do we get folks, like I said, this at the end of the day, it was kind of like the Jesus analogy. How do we know when uh, something just doesn't fucking compute in our kind and gentle and fair yeah. sensibilities? Well, you'll know it. And just something you mentioned earlier about saying there's more of us than there are of them and i think that's what we haven't really realized yet and it was so highlighted in that episode 
last night that we watched of Andor the 5, with the prison prisoners, break. Like, right. He's like, there's 5,000 of us and maybe, and maybe 10 on each floor of them. Yeah. And you just have to, I think we all need to realize that. that the power of the people yeah. will prevail yeah. when we stand up. It's like that mm-hmm. old meme. If we all do it and all take a stand. Yeah. And and this might sound, you know, a little extremist for your for your sensibilities, but but I'm I, I've always been one to fight for what's right and and uh, uh, really just to get corporations and systems that are more powerful than us to just get right, just to mm-hmm. act right, just to do what's right. At the end of the day, yeah. we are, we're all human, we're all people, we all have a right to exist. And at the end of the day, if you don't believe that, then you are not a humanist. You are not in the moral majority. And at the end of the day, what I loved about this whole show is that it's a beautiful revenge fantasy where uh, people have been wronged and and they do make up the, the majority mm-hmm. and uh, how we gain the upper hand. And yeah. I think we're starting to see that play out in politics here on Earth today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. People have to realize that they do have some power and and yeah, sometimes voting feels like it's not getting anywhere because of gerrymandering and, and not enough is getting done and right. all this shit. But you have to get but out you have and to do it. Do it. You, have, you to have to get out there and do take it. Take a stand of some mm-hmm. type. Absolutely, and you don't necessarily have to get triggered or trigger others or get angry or you know you can do it in a way that uh, suits your gentle sensibilities. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, I have no hatred for conservative people. I think sometimes they're um, mistaken. I think sometimes they're just, you know, it's like taking advantage of the elderly or taking advantage Mm -hmm. of people's uh, patriotic sensibilities. I think sometimes they exploit people's vulnerabilities and weaknesses. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, are they necessarily bad people? No, no, not necessarily. There are some that... Some of them. Some of them are going to jail right now. Well, uh, some of them should be going to jail. Right. And, and yeah. that's, well, and, and that's the thing is that, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of people nowadays, I, I identify as Republican or conservative. It's the year 2023. And uh, they think that liberalism is going too far. And I can I get it sometimes. But at the end of the day, it's about choosing what's best for our society, best practices for the future, best practices for kindness and decency and equality and, and, and right, you know, being uh, righteous, you know, a lot of people, you know, and that's the problem sometimes I have with extremist points of view when it comes to Christian conservatives is that uh, they they have this according to Hoyle uh, sort of, um, you know, they want to smite the sinners. They want to smite everyone that they that, that disagrees with them. It's like, yeah, but you're not all so right yourself. Yeah. Maybe look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You might find that you're not also. And that's what I love is that this show, it really does illustrate the arrogance of, yeah. of mankind. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yes, it does. So humble yourself, y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got anything else for us, baby? I think the only thing is something I've said before is just don't just listen to what people tell you. Watch what they're actually doing. Yeah. And just pay attention. And look how they and, vote. And mm-hmm. tell me, is that for you? Is that for the middle class? Yeah. Is that for working people? They might say it when they're running for office, but right. then look at what they do when they get there. Right. Like so. Kirsten, Kirsten Cinema. She's now up against a, 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 cha- a primary challenge by a, a Hispanic man. And uh, he's very confident he's going to win. 
mm-hmm. even if it splits the ticket. He, I loved. Wow, that was yeah. powerful. Yeah. I saw that interview on I Brian Tyler Cohen, and he was yeah, like, he "Oh, was, we're gonna win." Yeah, I'm right. like, "What? What?" <laughs> like, it almost came off like, like, like cocky, right? But he's like, "No, no, just check the numbers." It's just nobody likes her. She's yeah. she's a sellout, and she yeah. only cares about the corporate interest, and she wants to fly off to Sweden and hang out with the, the elites rather than hang out with her constituents there in Arizona. And, yeah. you know, people like that, when they don't got the best interest of their constituents, we've got to hold if them fucking accountable. You will see it. And, That's yeah. right. And when yeah. you're smart enough and you care enough and you have the humanity to care, you don't have to, you know, blow your load and kill your mental health over it. You just got to have a sense of humor and fight when you can and vote every time and uh, start coalitions with like-minded souls and at the end of the day uh don't hate your opposite pity them teach them yeah. well yeah you know mm-hmm. teach them yeah school them you up can. yeah <laughs> just little conversations here and yeah, there and- I mean, you, well yeah it's like our friend evan you know he went from staunch trumpist to uh geez maybe the democrats have a point because mm-hmm. this is crazy yeah. When he moved back from Iowa, he was like, "Holy shit, they're crazy." Yeah. yeah. Like he's like, "I'm I'm a I'm a hill I'm a redneck, but I ain't a hillbilly." Yeah. He saw some very extremist points of views and it's you know, I get it. I get I get why people want to be patriots. I get why people love America and they want to fight for the flag and they want to fight for freedom and all these things, but they weaponize it to to Trojan horse shit that's not on the up and up. And we have Mm -hmm. to know the difference. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm not a liberal per se. I am a, you know, I'm an independent, progressive, all for best practices, holding corporations accountable, holding our systems accountable, holding police officers accountable. Hey, if you're not doing anything wrong, then you got nothing to worry about. Yeah. That's yeah. all that's what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Is, well, thanks sure. but thank you baby. Uh good show, right? I mean, yeah. just just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have Disney Plus, uh it's on uh, Hulu, uh but it is terrific. I don't know if they're going to do a season 2 because I don't know how it ends. I didn't want to give away the ending and so we wanted but we wanted to talk about the Star Wars universe because gosh, you forget uh the seed of injustice and inequality mm-hmm. and and that renegade uh, philosophy that uh, uh, George Lucas had. Um, and I don't know if you guys have seen THX, THX 1138, um, but I was getting some serious THX 1138 vibes in the prison scenes. That's all I'll say. I've not seen it, oh, so I yeah. can't comment on that. But, you know, once upon a time before he was a wealthy fat cat, he was a renegade boy. And yeah. uh, it sometimes shows in the way uh, these shows uh, uh, operate. And I love that a company like Disney can be, I don't know, aware enough to see social injustice and want to fight for what's right. I don't think there's anything wrong with creating wealth. But, you know, if you're creating so much wealth that you everybody else is it's just eating dirty, moldy bread, then there's a problem. Yeah. we got to create infrastructure and, and make sure that we're taking care of People, yeah. the, the middle class, the working class, the regular folks. Yep. That's what it's all about. That it is. Well, thank you, baby. You're welcome. Good show.
Yeah. I'm going to go take a shower and cry now because I have a <laughs> headache still. But uh, good job. Good job. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week, you guys. And uh, yeah, that's what this show is all about. It's about preserving a functional uh, society. It's about fighting for what's right. It's about secular humanism. It's about uh, being a gentle, sensitive, creative soul and fighting, fighting, fighting for people's rights to exist. That's what it's all about and fighting for our right to not have to uh, live in a world full of tyranny. Fuck no. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Support Ukraine. Fuck Putin. Have a nice day. (laughs) Anyways, if you guys care about the mission, you care about what we're doing, come on over to our link tree. That's linktree forward slash comedy. I'm also on the Patreon. And uh, for now, I'm on YouTube. Unless I keep getting strikes, I'm going to go over my episodes and make sure I didn't say the word. Uh, But uh, I'll just fight it when it happens. It's like, Jesus Christ, I can't even say a word now. Come on. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I have a feeling it'll go in my favor because we, we would never, ever say anything that goes against what's right and proper. Uh, so yeah. hopefully that'll go well. But uh, if you guys want to help us out, please come on, come on over. Be a Patreon. Go be a patron on Patreon. Uh, help us out uh, on the Cash App. Give us a, you know, a tip, a cup of coffee, a couple bucks per month. I mean, we're really trying to grow and we're trying to get onto the YouTube space. Look out for our paranormal roulette, our paranormal reviews. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you want to know more about us, come on over to my link tree. That's where everything's at. I don't have a website, but I am on Instagram and all the social medias. Look for us at Chefbrite Comedy or Surviving Empathy Podcast. And peace. We're out. We love you. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Bye. Have a good day. Bye.